Warning, this show covers various real-life topics that some listeners may find disturbing and or triggering. Please note that these topics are spoken on in order to drive public discourse and are not meant for malicious intent. All opinions are mine and mine only. Your discretion is advised. What up, what up, what up? This is your boy Roy, and you are now tuned into Back to Center Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to life, love, and the millennial struggle. Happy Self Care Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations, you made it yet through another week. But as per usual, we got a lot of shit to talk about. So, China's mad that Nancy Pelosi went to Taiwan, therefore, they're now conducting military drills. That's something to watch. McDonald's employee shot over cold fries has unfortunately succumbed to his injuries and has died. We'll have more details on that. Brittany Griner gets nine years in the Russian gulag and today's topic of conversation, releasing your X factor, why it's important to do so and how to finally get over the fear of putting yourself out there. So go ahead and roll one up, pour up a libation, sit back, kick back with your boy Roy because the show starts now. Check this out real quick. We are finally on YouTube. Head to youtube.com forward slash Maison to check out our latest videos on YouTube. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Thank you so much. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on the time of your listening. This is your host, Roy, and you are now listening to Back to Center Podcast. Just wanted to say thank you so much for stopping by as per usual. And, you know, we've always got different countries and different states listening and tuning in, but I just wanted to give some shout outs. Uh, shout out, first and foremost, the hometown, the homeland, Staten Island. You know, we have a lot of beef, but I fuck with you, Stan Allen, especially after being at Pittsburgh. I was in Pittsburgh for a couple of days uh, during a business conference. And I got to say, as much as I like, you know, going places, different places and seeing different things, people are probably going to hate me for this, but I'm just going to say it now. I don't feel like Pittsburgh has much to offer in terms of like tourism. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I didn't spend enough time there, um, but I don't know. It, it just it wasn't my vibe. Um, I tell you one thing, though. Dating, or at least trying to date while I was there, was rather interesting. Uh, spoken to quite a few characters over in Pittsburgh, and I think out of all the places I've been, in terms of interest, this is going to sound a little massage <laughs> or whatever. Fuck your feelings. In terms of interest, you know, how interesting some of these women are, how they come off in conversation, I'd say Pittsburgh ranks the absolute lowest in that. The conversation were absolutely dismal. But anyway, that is not the topic of conversation for today. Really, I wanted to topic, uh, cover, excuse me, first and foremost, China. Uh, so in case anyone doesn't know, Nancy Pelosi went over to Taiwan just to have, I guess, some like relational conversations with Taiwan, I guess, to like further remind them that we're here to support them, which, you know, this begs a deeper political conversation, a conversation to which I can't handle because, you know. I'm not a fucking political pundit, nor am I someone who really wants to understand politics to the degree at which I would need to have the knowledge base in order to have like, you know, a very lengthy educational session in regards to, you know, like a podcast episode or something like that. I'm not doing that. However, what I do want to touch upon is the fact that China is now conducting military drills, which perhaps according to this article in you know, other journalists of, you know, respectable 
backgrounds have said that this is potentially one of the biggest exercises in decades. So first of all, this isn't the first time China's done this. So essentially, we kind of call their bluff a little bit, right? Um, I think we could hearken back to the time when Bill Clinton had invited one of Taiwan's diplomats, uh, political diplomats, or democratic, I should say, diplomats to the U.S. to have, I guess, just some conversation during a conference. And China wasn't too happy about that. So therefore, they decided to conduct the military exercise. The difference here is that, A, this is one of the biggest And B, this is also starting to impact other regions as well, specifically Japan. Not only are they conducting missile drills where where they're essentially simulating attacks on Taiwan, a lot of their missiles are actually landing close to Japan's economic zone. So this begs the question, is World War III about to drop this fall? If you ask me, I say, get your cardio up because you're going to probably have to try to outrun some bombs. Now, obviously, that's a fucking, you know, exaggeration to the nth degree. But I do want to say things are getting quite serious. I mean, you can't forget that Russia is still at war with Ukraine, which, you know, could be very well be a proxy war between Russia and the U.S. It's just being serviced in the Ukraine. Uh, But regardless of the fact, war is heating up around the world and things are only going to get more serious from here. I mean... One thing to keep in mind is that we also are going to run out of water at some point, and not specifically all of the U.S., um, but in some North African regions, there will be some water. Uh, There will be some water wars. I mean, God knows what the next 50 years are going to look like. The only thing I could say is an ode to uh, Samuel Jackson of Jurassic Park. Hold on to your butts, because shit is going to get real. Now, in lighter news, semi-lighter news, Uh, I guess this is a perfect segue to go into Brittany Griner. And this isn't to, you know, celebrate her demise as if, you know, this is the better part of the world. But unfortunately, Brittany Griner has been sentenced to nine years in Russian jail, a.k.a. the fucking gulag, where she will be fighting for her survival. No, I'm just kidding. Um, She's in prison for the next nine years. Will she be fighting for her survival? I don't know. Probably not. What I'm more surprised about is two things. The first one being... How is it that we were having these trade talks with trading back essentially a Russian like super, super killer by way of weapons manufacturing, right? He was literally like, you know, the deliverer of death. I think that was one of his nicknames. That was probably inaccurate. But number two, why would you go to Russia with weed? Has no one else heard the horror stories of just, you know, everyday civilians going to Russia with marijuana and literally not coming back? Why would you do that to yourself? And I get it. You know, you're a WNBA star. People know you. You've got a lot of money. You've got, you know, from endorsements. And I wouldn't say a lot of money straight from WNBA. That that would be false. But, you know, she's got some money. She's from endorsements and whatnot. Whatever the case may be, she is a well-known athlete. Maybe in her heart of hearts, she really thought she could, you know, circumvent Russian rule or whatever the fuck. Um, but no, she she got got. Anyone is liable to get got, especially in Russia. They don't give a fuck out there. Listen, my ex was Russian. Her parents didn't give a fuck. They are brutal. And maybe that's a stereotype. And I want to apologize right now if that comes across as one. But um, I'd say you're pretty uh, pretty cutthroat, straight to the point, which I have no qualms about. I'm the same way myself. The only difference is I'm brown. So 
Brittany Griner, uh, best of luck. You know, the ultimate irony, and I'm going to sound like an asshole here, but the ultimate irony is for the amount of shit talking she perhaps did throughout, because, you know, I'm not following her on Instagram or anything, but from what the research I've done from just perusing through her Instagram and other socials up until this point, she did a lot of shit talking about America and its policies. So it's kind of interesting that she thought she can go to Russia with America's, you know, principles and policies in place and she would be immune. Either that or she really thought just weed was just legal everywhere and fumbled the bag for the next nine years. But shout out to her. She's a great athlete. Um, keep your head up. Hold your head. You know, you'll, you'll come out better, better in the end. I don't know what kind of motivational speech you give to people in prison, but hopefully I'd ever go to prison because Lord knows they would treat me like shit in there. Did I ever tell you guys the time I almost got six months in prison? Man, that's a long fucking story. But speaking of stories, we got one more for you. One more story for your head top. This one hails all the way from New York. Shout out my hometown. Man, we're always doing some wild shit. Speaking of wild shit, Brooklyn McDonald's employee shot over cold french fries has died of his wounds, authorities said Friday. Matthew Webb, 23. Succumbed to his injuries after he received what was... Wait, I just I totally butchered that. It's not... Listen, I can read. I just fucked that sentence up. So we're going to do that again. Ready? Matthew Webb, 23. Succumbed to his injuries he received after he was shot for allegedly making fun of a woman who was giving cold fries more than once, according to a report. Okay. So... He got shot over cold fries, essentially. He got shot over making fun of someone for getting cold fries, which I think has to be the most immature reason to get killed, but God knows people get killed for less. Here's my thing, though. A, you get cold fries. And matter of fact, I should probably continue with the story, right? So Michael Morgan, 20, and his girlfriend, Camilla Dunlap, 18, are both facing charges related to the shooting. So Morgan was charged with criminal possession of a weapon and attempted murder, and Dunlap was charged with two counts of criminal possession of a weapon, authorities said. The former is now expected to face, expected to face upgraded homicide charges, the report noted. Morgan's mother, Lisa Fulmore, said the incident took place after Webb and other McDonald's employees made fun of her complaining over, served, over being served cold fries. Okay, I suppose. That doesn't warrant, you know, someone to get shot. But I guess you could be mad about being made fun of for being served cold fries. But whatever. Fulmore, 40, told Morgan what happened and he came inside McDonald. He was like, I'm coming in, Fulmore said. So he came in. He heard them saying stuff to me. So he was like, you all got to back off my mother. Again, no problems with you defending your mom. I totally understand that. Is that some son husband shit? Yeah, low key. But... I guess, you know, that that's okay. But again, shooting them? No, nah, that's out of line. Anyway, he asked Webb to then step outside. Nothing happened immediately, but after about 15 minutes, the male employee asked Fulmore where her son had gone. He went looking for my son. And next thing you know, maybe like 10 minutes later, you hear a gunshot. So I ran to the door. I said, who was shooting? I looked and I seen a boy on the ground. And then I saw my son running the other way. I called 911, and then I sat there and waited. 
The victim has changed into a baggy shirt, might have hid something under the shirt when he went looking for the sun full more set. There was no reason for him to go outside looking for somebody. Now, yeah, granted, there was no reason for him to go outside. And, you know, perhaps he got, you know, he brought this upon himself. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it still does not warrant you to shoot him, especially in New York. Like, you're not going to get away with, with shooting someone, especially if they don't have a weapon and your life wasn't in danger. And in this case, words were just exchanged. So here you clearly are the protagonist. Yeah, man, you're going down. You're going down for a long ass time. And that fucking sucks because God knows what you were doing before. You're probably like, I don't know, that morning he probably woke up like, I'm on my grind, finna get this money, and now you're going to jail. Everybody just taking L's these days. Anyway, we're going to segue away from the depressing parts of life. And I kind of want to talk about something rather enlightening. Many of you probably know, um, or you probably don't if this is your first time listening, but we are finally on YouTube. I know I've talked about this for a very long time, and I've said this over and over again. Oh, we're going to be on YouTube soon. We're going to be on YouTube soon. We're finally fucking here. We're here. All right. Now, the first video, granted, the first video fucking sucks, in my personal opinion. However, it is a testament to being willing to try new things. And also, it is a testament to wanting to reveal your X factor, which is the topic of conversation for today's podcast. We're going to talk about, once we come back from the break, how to reveal your X factor, how to ignore the naysayers, and ultimately how to punch fear in the face and just get started with whatever it is that you want, whether it be content creating art making, which is also another form of content creating, writing, or like I said before, whatever the fuck you want. So we're going to talk about the X factor and how to reveal yours once we come back from the break. This is your boy, Roy, and you've been tuned into Back to Center Podcast.
What up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. What a good track that was. I don't know if you guys are 90s uh, pop punk fans, but that was uh, Fast Love. I'm over here fucking uploading the music and forgetting the fucking name. But that song was Fast Love by George Michael. You might not know who George Michael was. George Michael was one of the most iconic pop singers of like the 90s up until the early like teen 2000s, like 2016 is when he passed away. Um, amazing, incredible artist. He's made so many you know, like fucking transcend transcendental albums. Like the man is a musical genius. And that was just one of my favorite songs by him. Fast Love by George Michael. Amazing song, amazing time. George Michael had that X factor, you know? He had that thing that made him really, really special, but that's the topic of conversation. And more importantly, it's not only exclusive to George Michael. And on top of that, it's not only exclusive to most of the stars that we see now. In fact, the way most of these people outside of, you know, industry plants, the way most of these people become stars is because they're willing to step out and expose their X Factor time and time again. So I wrote this down just as, you know, a stream of consciousness that I had over the weeks. And it was something I wanted to present to you, the listeners. So first of all, I want to say thank you once again, as per usual. But let's go ahead and talk about it. And this is my overall observation. So the digital revolution has brought about the birth of internet philosophers. Now note that philosophers in this context will be swapped in synonymous with content creator. I'm just saying philosophers just to make it a little more uh, sophisticated, I suppose. But anywho, some more enlightened than others, some more provoking than others. It seems as though everyone has an opinion, neither good nor bad. These are just the facts. These philosophers come in many different forms, such as coaches, gossipers, craftsmen, etc. Imagine the word philosopher, like I said before, has been interchanged with content creator in this context. So what's important to note here is not that there are many philosophers out there, but possibly that you're one of them. And remember, again, the context of how I'm using philosopher. So I don't want to say that to make it seem as though you need to come through with something more sophisticated than than those that are already doing it before you in order to be, uh, quote unquote, noticed. So the question ultimately here is, when are you going to join us in contributing to the world how you see fit? Now, remember what I said before earlier, again, the word philosopher swapped out as content creator, that, that belongs to many different mediums. It could be through art, through music, through writing, through modeling, whatever you deem necessary and how you want to tell the world your story and what you have to say, that's the medium that you'll choose to do it through. There are thousands of photographers that inspire people not just through their photography, but what the uh, photographs evoke, the emotions that are brought out after looking at such photography. And same goes for art, same goes for music. So again, it's not a one size fits all. It's however you see fit and however you want to make the contribution. So with that, let's go ahead and discuss some self-inflicted barriers that you might be placing on yourself and some that I also do to myself as well. And I think for me, just to be a little more transparent, the biggest uh, fear barrier, I suppose I could say, that I'm, I face is perhaps either my perfectionism um, or just not having the what I deem to be the right tools for something like YouTube. Now, granted, I came onto YouTube. I started off with my phone. I made the conscious decision. I was going to go buy, go ahead and buy like a Sony uh, mirrorless camera for like, you know, 900 bucks and just spend all that money. But I want to test my consistency and not only my consistency, but my scrappy attitude. Like 
I believe in making low investments for, for businesses. So for example, for my fitness business, to start it, I didn't really put a lot of money into it until I started getting some more money. So I believe these things could be done as low cost investments and that's a true test to see just how far you wanna take it. So for me, jumping onto YouTube, I was like, all right, let me buy a tripod, let me buy a lens for my phone, but I'm just going to use my phone as the main medium to capture my video. And the first video I wasn't exactly you know, excited about. Personally speaking, I did feel like there was some work to be done in regards to getting the frame right, but all those things come in time. But now there's the challenge, right? The challenge is, can I stick with this long enough to get good, to get so good at doing with my iPhone that when I segue onto the camera, everything is even easier. So that's one barrier that I have to convince myself to remove and to stay headstrong as I continue on this journey. But going back to the overall picture, let's take a look at some of the challenges. One of the biggest challenges that you know, I've come across when, in, when speaking to people about creating content or just anything in general of the sort is not knowing what to say or not knowing what to do. Um, the reality is no one really knows what to say until they sit down and actually think about it. Like I'm not winging this podcast episode and I haven't been winging the last like 50 podcast episodes that I've done. Each and every single one has been scripted to some degree, to some extent. They've all had some sort of like bulleted lines, something to follow. Shit, I'm reading a fucking script right now. You know, so just for all of those, for all those people saying like, okay, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Just give it some time. Sit there. Think about a topic. Think about something you might be a quote unquote expert at. Realistically, I just think that's anyone who could say something long enough without saying um in between to make it sound like you're an expert. But beyond that, I think if you can come up with some content that people will find worth listening to, you got something. And if you could do it over and over again, now you're on the ball. So like I said here, most of the videos or podcasts you listen to are scripted. So just reinforcing the point, in other words, the creator sat down and wrote the shit out before and put some effort into it. Now, a good example that I had here written was Joe Rogan. Now, although his podcasts are not scripted 100%, they are bulleted to a point for both Joe and his guests to adhere to during the recording of that podcast. So try it out. No one says you have to record what you think about, but put it. To, I'll put it to you like this. Suppose you had to think about crafting a script for a podcast. Doesn't have to be yours, but just think about it in that context. What would you say? What would you do? No pressure. You don't have to actually record it if you don't want to. But if you can get that step out the way, think about what else you can get accomplished afterwards. Now, the next one is most people are going to judge you. Yes, most people are going to judge you. But hear me out here. And I have this written this way. I don't want to try and like offend anybody, but I have this written for this specific reason. Well, actually, if this offends you, I don't know what to say, man. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. At some point as an adult, you just have to pick and choose your battles. And if this makes you mad, then I guess perhaps, you know, there are bigger things to talk about. But anyway, yeah, people are going to judge you. But here's the thing. Most people are fucking normies. And I don't mean that in a very disrespectful connotation. I mean, it as like a slight jab. You know, like if you're one of those people that just work a nine to five, don't do any extracurriculars and don't do shit with your time, but you have the nerve to judge other people's creative endeavors or like extra efforts outside of their nine to five and their fucking family slash social life, you're a loser. Flat out. If you're one of those armchair quarterbacks giving opinions on people doing a high life shit, high level shit, but you haven't like accomplished a thing since you graduated college, you're a loser. But anyway, most people are normies, like I said. And granted, there is nothing wrong with being a normie, but you know you're somewhat destined for more. 
Maybe it's our fault for drinking the special Kool-Aid when we were younger, but I'd rather that than think my life was simply constructed to help someone else reach their dreams. Granted, I do love my career, but am I excited to help my CEO build his wealth every day? No, I want to fucking build my own wealth as well, and I'm doing that as through osmosis by working there and also working my business, but at some point, I want to fully focus on my own shit too, but you know, I'm enjoying the ride. So this isn't to say I don't want to see them win, but if they could become what they wanted to be, why the fuck can I not? And I think that's the appropriate kind of mindset for anyone to have. Like, I'm not thinking of myself as arrogant or better than you because I think I could succeed. I just genuinely want to fucking win. And that is no slight on you if you don't. So take that with a grain of salt. Now, never mind the meat drones that have an opinion on your art, content, style, etc. They live in, they live stale lives from a consistent and myopic outside looking in point of view. It's the same way about dad bod dudes that dad of my fitness goals. And now I wake up every day looking like a fucking chocolate god. Meanwhile, they're buying heartburn products. Fuck the doubters. Look to those that are in your creative sphere and do you. The truth of the matter is, while I was on my fitness journey, I had former friends that were always telling me, like, you know, maybe you're, you're just not meant to have visible abs. Maybe you're supposed to be fat. Maybe this, maybe that. A whole bunch of fucking un, you know, unscientific, can't back up, non-data related bullshit. Simply because their own feelings, they try to equate my dreams with how they felt. But that's the thing, it's my dream. So now years later, and if you were one of those that were making fun of me when I was fat, and now you're in like your late 30s, late 20s, excuse me, early 30s, and you have a dad bod and you look like shit, joke's on you, buddy. Because I wake up every day looking fucking fantastic. And you wake up every day feeling like shit. Maybe. I don't know. That's just an assumption. And I know that probably makes me sound bitter, but I'm just reinforcing the point that no one knows what's going to happen in time. So whatever you want to do, head down, get to working, change what needs to be changed along the journey, but do not concern yourself about the fucking normies who aren't doing shit. If I were able to listen to me now when I was like 18 and I was opening up for a meth and red band and I had the chance to go on tour, but instead I went to go hang out with my like former fucking friends, man, fuck that shit. I would have dropped all of them and my girl in a heartbeat, but I didn't listen to myself. Instead, I succumbed to the normies applying pressure on me. And now years later, where are most of those people I even ended up at my show? Shout out for coming by the way. But where are those people? I don't even fucking speak to them anymore. So. The moral of the story is, chase your dreams. People are going to fall away, but your hopes, dedication, and consistency shouldn't and won't if you don't let it. Now, last one, be consistent. And I mean, this is just like an overall life tip, but nothing worse than doing shit half-assed, right? Worse yet, nothing worse than not being consistent. Honestly, it is hard. You know, you're juggling a lot of things from personal to work to social and everything in between. But here is honestly where I'd say use the fuck out of your calendar. And honestly, this is when it's going to become crucial, because if you don't use your calendar and if you don't adhere to it, you are going to be in for a bad time. Trust me when I tell you this, not having shit scheduled on your calendar and then things just popping up like events just happening and people are like texting you like, oh, where you at? Nothing worse than having like a text message, where are you? And you're like, where am I for what? And then they fill you in and remind you about the event that you said yes to about a couple weeks ago, but you forgot to put it in your fucking calendar and now you're caught up doing something else. And that event was actually rather important to you at the time. So now you just fucked everything up. Yeah, use your fucking calendar. 
do yourself that favor because once you start getting on the path of content creating or just putting things out, you want to be able to not only pace yourself to avoid burnout, but also give your audience an expectation of when they're going to receive your content because you're going to have an audience at some point, you know, like even for me, I'm slowly starting to build an audience, which is kind of surprising. But I know once I segue to YouTube and start doing it more consistent, more consistently, excuse me, that's when things are really, really going to click. So I'm just going to tell all the ladies right now that are in my hometown. Do yourself a favor, hook up with me now, because once I'm famous, I'm not gonna remember you. I mean, odds are I probably wouldn't remember you now, but your chances are probably a lot better if we hook up now than later. That might sound a little massage, probably is. Sorry, not sorry. With all that being said, use your calendar, be consistent, and just enjoy the ride. Life is meant for living. And if deep inside, you know you've got that like X factor, you've got that thing that make people go ooh and ah, and, or more realistically, people that th that thing that make people go, I fucking hate him. I suppose that is probably like one more pointer I should uh, put out there. Once you start putting things out there, or like you just start putting yourself out there, trust me, people are going to not like you. They're gonna hate on you. And that's just the reality of life. Some people are miserable. Most of them are NPCs. Um, the goal is to be the hero of your life story, right? And you'd be surprised at how many people can't even rise up to do that. And that's no slight on them, but many are called, few are chosen. But the only way you get chosen is by picking up the phone and answering the call, right? So we've all got that thing inside of us. We all got that talent, that X factor. The ultimate question is, are you willing to put it out on the chopping block? Will you put your nuts or proverbial nuts, depending if you don't have any, on the chopping block for all to see, for all to comment, sneer, past judgment, you know, make assumptions, etc. Only you can decide if you will take up the hero's journey. But what I'll tell you is this, the decision to do so not only is courageous, but it will give you potentially the best life ever. Imagine you actually had the nuts to follow your dreams. Can you imagine what your life would look like if you followed it all the way to the end, through the good times and the bad, no matter what? You stay dedicated to your goal, dedicated to your dream. One of my dreams was to have the quote unquote perfect body and I achieved it. So telling you what life is like to achieve the dream, as arrogant as that sounds, it's a great feeling. You know, I look back at older photos of myself when I was severely overweight and my mind is just consistently blown over and over again. I'm like, damn, that was me. Like, holy shit, I put myself through that? That's wild. The journey from that side to the next was long. It was arduous. It took years. But being on the other side is a brand new life. Just to give small quips, you know, everything changed for me from that moment. From social life to love life financial opportunities, you name it. Life has expanded. And that is something that is also in your rights as well. So long as you're putting, willing to put in the work. You know, no one is entitled to a good life. At least I don't think so. But everyone is entitled to a shot at the good life. And more importantly, to what they deem to be a good life. For me, I think having a healthy body, a fit body, having a lot of financial opportunities, 
in a healthy social life slash love life slash family life are just some key things you need to live a good life. And every day I'm getting closer to achieving those dreams and more. So as much as I want to see me win, I want to see you win too. But you also have to see yourself win or want to see yourself win rather. So with all that said, I hope you got the message of what I was trying to say. Remember, at the end of the day, it is you versus you, not versus anyone else. Take it with a grain of salt. If you felt offended today, I'm sorry, not sorry. Take a look in the mirror. And we'll be back next week with the next episode covering uh, why fat culture or embracing fat culture is essentially killing everybody. So we're going to cover that and more. Have a great day. Have a great rest of your week. And once again, this was your boy Roy, and you've been tuned into Back to Center Podcast.